For the first time ever, two men will step inside a barbed wire steel cage. A demonic creation. Fighting not only for their survival. Built for torment. But for the WWE Championship. How can a society so advanced create a structure so barbaric? The answer lies within. At the root of our nature, animals, we possess primal instincts. To survive, to destroy. Rent to shreds. No escape. Locked in. Nowhere to run. Trapped. Once they're in, there's no way out. Hey, yo. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 75 of the RA Era podcast. The only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered us the first ever, and thankfully, yeah, I want to say last ever, <laughs> barbed wire steel cage match. As it is time, we are on that road to WrestleMania, and it is time for that little pit stop that think, always happens. More like a speed bump. <laughs> no way out to 2005. As always, I'm Dave, and as always, joining me is big, sexy Michael Rag. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> are you the whole? Because my God, Good. I'm ready to get it over and fucking done with. All right, we've watched some shite in our time uh, doing this journey so far. Some absolute shite. Absolutely. I don't think nothing comes close to this because this just felt like an episode of Smackers. It felt like a Velocity pay-per-view <laughs> with Smackdown wrestlers. <laughs> oh, Builder Mott, Josh Matthews, three hours. Oh, that's not Builder Mott no more, is it? It's that Steve Dickhead Yeah. <laughs> for three hours. Kyle, who is it? <laughs> Steve Romero. That's his name. Anyway, Michael, that's a whole different weekend show. This is the monthly weekend show that feels like a weekly this is a Thursday Sunday show. show. That should be big deal because it's on the road to WrestleMania. But it's not because it's all about Big Dave. But on that note, Michael, did you watch the Sunday night pre-show? No. Neither did I because I saw the match. It was Ren and Ken in a losing effort to Charlie Haas and Hardcore Holly. That's why they were in gear. <laughs> that's why. That's the first thing I thought when I looked back on it. I was like. That's why they were in gear. Because <laughs> they had a match two and a half hours ago. They've not got changed yet. <laughs> so, me and Michael, we both watched this on the network. And the network runtime was a surprisingly short two hours and 35 minutes. Which, that's because it's an episode of Smackdown. Yeah, um, that's two hours and 35 minutes we're not getting back. <laughs>
But on the buy rates, let's talk buy rates. Last year, Michael, I don't know if you remember because in like real life, that was probably about two years ago. But yeah. last year in WWE, No Way Out 2004, it drew a buy rate of 265,000 buys. No Way Out 2005, hazard a guess? Lower. By how many? By 10k. No. 30k. 239,000 buys. Now, far too nice. The last single brand pay-per-view, which was New Year's Rev, that drew 275,000 buys. So, Rose, people care about Robo and they do SmackDown. That was a big show then. And that was a big deal. It was a big deal. First pay-per-view in Puerto Rico. It was a big deal. Where this, it just, it's about Big Dave. That was a big deal. This is about Big Dave. <laughs> Are you ready for No Way Out 2005? I'm ready for Big Dave to turn up. <laughs> Because he turns up at the fucking end of the show, spoiler alert. <laughs> so it is No Way Out 2005. We're in the Mellon Arena. It's February the 20th, 2005, with 9,500 people in attendance. Our opening video uh, that focused on Big Show and JBL and the first ever barbed wire steer cage. Um, but also focus on Big Dave. <laughs> on Big Dave, of course. Um, it looks like from the video that the uh, barbed wire is going to be wrapped around the top of the mm. cage, so there's no way out. But I want to know, Michael, on a scale of zero to Billy, how sharp is the barbs on these barbed wire? And on the stage as well. Oh, yeah, on the stage. Do you get backlash vibes? I did. I got, originally, when I first saw the stage setting, um, I got Royal Rumble 1998, yeah? And then I started to get backlash vibes. I wanted to see it start swinging. Yeah, especially when Taker <laughs> came out. Slicing. But yeah, how sharp are them barbs? Because it's wrestling. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to counteract what I'm saying a bit later because Bradshaw, when he's just looking about, cuts himself on barbs. Yeah. So is there one barb or are they all sharp barbs? Is, is this legit barbed wire? I reckon some of them are barbed. Hmm. Hmm. But we're not fully Billy. No, no, we're not fully Billy. We're not fully. We're more. We're more Pat. Uh, <laughs> DJ Pat. <laughs> it's more Pat than Billy. Um, yeah, yeah. The opening video package. It was focused on the only real thing that SmackDown's got going on. Even though I feel like a lot more emphasis towards the end of the show is focused on Angle and Cena. Yeah. But ninety-nine percent. I mean, when we cut to introduce the Spanish announce team. Hugo's more bothered about it. Yes, yeah, we, we, we picked up on that, didn't we? Because me and my Mike have watched this together and we picked up on that because you get the normal Spanish stuff, amigo, 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 but you got you, you can normally pick up on the English phrases or the wrestlers' mm. names. There was no JBL. There was no Big Show. They went, They were Angle Cena. Angle Cena. All right, they're looking forward to Angle Cena. And going into this, that's what I wanted as well. Yeah. And our opening contest then, Michael, is for the Smackers Tag Team Titles. It's the brand new team, the... Latino heartthrobs of Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, Los Lotharios, going up against your reigning, defending, undisputed Smackers Tag Champions, Doug and Danny. Those wank ball bastards. Those wank ball bastards. Michael, how did we get from Eddie Guerrero, main event in last year's No Way Out, to Curtin Jerk in this one? No, I don't want all that. How did we get to this match? So, Rey's up oh, the rematch because him and RVD were tag champs. Yep. Before Bashams. Bashams need challenges for a pay-per-view. And Eddie thought, well, Holmes, since I'm not in the main event, I say. I'll be in the I'll curtain, be yeah, curtain yeah. jerk. Get it done with. Get out of here. <laughs> Get it done with. Uh, Michael Cole, he says that Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio 
are the greatest Latinos in the history of pro wrestling and entertainment. I feel like Ricky Martin says hi. Tino Santana. <laughs> Just to name one. Um, Eddie, Don Morocco. Eddie makes his entrance uh, in a GTA-inspired shirt, mm, which I loved. Very cool. Absolutely loved. And, um, but what were the Bashams wearing? That fucking. Do you know what irritated me straight away? The lower third of the Bashams. It just said Basham Brothers. I need a the. I, I'm desperate for a the because they get announced by Tony Chimmel as the Basham Brothers. Lower third, SmackDown Tag Champs, Basham Brothers. I weren't happy. I weren't comfortable. They do the same with the Dudleys and the Hardys. Yeah. Yeah, but that had a Z on it. These aren't the Basham Boys. Oh, the Basham Boys. If these were in 2000, they'd be Boys Basham. with a Z. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So the match then. Uh, Eddie Guerrero and then Danny, they start. Michael, did you notice that the Bashams have got sod on their trunks? I have. <laughs> I understand it stands secretary for secretary. I get that. But just like Rosie has shit running down his, they're a so- pair of sods. <laughs> Which, to those that aren't familiar with that in a derogatory term, you'd say, I suppose, yeah. um, it's very much how a Yorkshire phrase, I'd say. I don't know if it's even England-wide, but a Yorkshire North, phrase. North England. Yeah, of a little a child... A little bastard. Yeah, oh, you just a little, a little sod. Yeah, so Bashams. Been a little uh, shit has been a little yeah, sod. <laughs> little sods. Um, the, opening ma- the opening start of the match was back and forth. Both wrestlers trying to get the advantage. Um, in come Ray with a springboard. Leg drop gets a two. In comes Doug with some slaps to Ray. Uh, we got great heel work straight away. You, mm. you know straight away who was going to be the man that were, the Basham was going to work on because every opportunity they were dragging Ray back into the corner. More beats. Distracting the ref. Distracting Eddie. Because they've got to help Eddie build his Latino heat. Great heel work. It was great heel work. Uh, we got an arm drag from Ray that brought in Eddie. Uh, Hurricanrana from Eddie. But the Bashams take um, him out again with more double team moves. Into the corner. More work. You could see straight away which team of these two teams was an actual fucking team. Yeah. <laughs> Not two guys who know each other who decided, hey, let's be a tag team. Um, there was a great spot early on. Uh, it's, I referred to it as the stop choking yourself. <laughs> he was pulling at his arms. Straight jacket. <laughs> Straight jacket. Stop choking yourself. Stop choking yourself. And we get some twin magic from the Bashams. Uh, they're back in control, working over Ray. A bear hug from Danny to Ray. Um, it had a very slow pace to start the match to say you had Ray mm. Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero in, but then I thought, hang on a minute, we've got Doug and Danny. Yeah. It, that's, that's why it's slow. That's why it's slow. Um, Ray, I noticed. He makes a fucking gorgeous sound in that corner. Do you know when he gets turnbuckle thrown into the turnbuckle? Yeah. He hits, he takes his feet off the floor before he goes into it. And his whole, I was going to say his whole big body, his whole tiny little frame smashes into it. It makes a great sound. He has to just to get. Oh, it makes a great sound. Um, just to hit that spot. Just to, just to not hit, just to not hit the middle turnbuckle. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if someone threw me. Yeah. I'd bounce between the middle and the bottom. <laughs> Um, we get more twin magic, and that pisses off Eddie, which distracts the ref, which is, again, great heel work from the Bashams. Um, a hot shot onto Ray gets a two count. Uh, more isolating onto Ray as Eddie gets more agitated on the ropes. Eddie is desperate for a tag, and he's that desperate that he somehow managed to tie something onto the tag rope to extend the tag yeah, rope so he, so he can dance further down the ring. I thought that was fucking fantastic. Genius move, Eddie. It was brilliant. Um, a moonsault gets Ray a two. That's a move that you don't see Ray do Beautiful that often. Beautiful moonsault mm. as well. But again, Ray can't get out of the Bashams' corner. The Bashams, with for me, which a move that should have been their finisher, it were like the X Factor 
by someone holding him. Yeah. That should have been the finish. Why didn't they use that for the finish? I thought it was a great finish. Because it wasn't the finish. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had, for me, the moment of the match. Rey Mysterio. Bugs Buddy is way out. No, it reminded me so much of Crash Holly with the headbangers chasing him. It reminded me of Bugs Buddy. (laughs) I thought it was fucking fantastic. Rey is all over the place. He's crawling under legs. He's jumping over them. It's brilliant. He finally evades the Bashans. Gets the hot tag to Eddie. And Eddie runs fucking wild. I thought it was brilliant. It was fantastic. It's fantastic. Do you notice Michael Cole called Ray's bulldog a DDT? Oh, mate, this is going to be a fucking yeah, recurring no, thing. Yeah, and it, it goes on to be he, he, so many mistakes. I think later on he calls a. Um, He's not been this bad since rebellion. Yeah, <laughs> with his cup of teas and stuff like that. When him and Taz have for a few before. <laughs> but yeah, he, he calls various moves different names it's, we'll get to there it's in my notes I can't quite remember right now <laughs> but yeah he's, he's, he's a bit Every of an match. off game a bit Every of an match. off game for Michael Cole um, we get a double choke slam from the Bashams that gets a two um, very lenient ref I noticed because mm. he's not even counting he's not even saying get out he's just letting them do their shit just letting the Bashams do their heel work the double moves no problem just crack on with it lads I'll let you know when it's time no count to five DQ the bastards they don't count to five, it's ever. It's fucking the count to four and go, fucking stop it. One, two, three, fucking stop it. It's, it's bullshit. Absolute like, bullshit. I'll get back at Ringo, count you out again. The finish of the match, um, Eddie goes outside, he wants to cheat, but Ray's got a heart, and Ray's like, no, don't cheat. Um, he goes for a frog splash, misses it. We get a bit of twin magic, and then we get old school Eddie. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> he just drops he just down. Plays dead, he knows that the Bashams are fucking about after Twin Magic. He's not daft, so he goes for a frog He bash, invented it. Rolls through. He's not daft. So then he lays down, goes for a roll-up, very close to count. Um, and then we get a great moment. So the belt comes into the ring off Danny. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, he gets the belt. The ref gets the belt. Everyone's distracted. Ray then throws a, the other belt to Eddie. Eddie smashes Basham. Eddie then drops down. Eddie then makes the slow cover one, two, three, and your brand new Smackers Tag Champions, the Los Lotharios. Operation Instinct caught oh, as Ray is driven back first into that, that barricade outside the ring. And what's Eddie doing? Looks like he's grabbing the tag team. Tag team. Oh, prevail that Rey Mysterio telling Eddie Guerrero to chill out, don't do that, but Eddie Guerrero's going to pop going for the frog splash and Eddie rolled through Eddie rolled through, but <laughs> I'm thinking that Doug Basham thought wait a minute yeah <laughs> Eddie Guerrero, how's he thinking this? he's unbelievable well, Doug Basham believes Eddie missed the frog splash is what he thinks there's a small pass, small package, rolls him out and a kick out, almost had him that was so close. So, so close. Eddie Guerrero almost had Doug Basham. Now what? Danny what Basham hell? just tossed the belt to Eddie, who tossed it to Doug. Eddie into the cover! No! Superstar! Eddie and Ray lying in two 
because Doug and Danny were in it for me yeah. right? but the finish made up for it for me I'm giving this 1.5 stars stars? what the fuck do I think I am Meltzer 1.5 but yeah Michael slow start what did you make? A slow start but it picked up once Eddie got in really mm. after the twin magic spot that I think we were always going to it was always one of them was always going to be used as the hot tag yeah. Always. And I think Eddie is the megastar. Where Ray's a star, but Eddie at this minute is a megastar. So, yeah, it was always going to be. And I think the, the Bashams, for a heel tag team, did exactly what you'd expect from a heel tag team. Mm. Isolation, working over him, making it hard for him to get a tag, making it impossible sometimes to make a tag, distracting the ref, distracting Guerrero. Brilliant work from the heels. Fantastic work mm-hmm. from the heels. Uh, but I just feel like, from a wrestling standpoint, the Bashams are fucking shy. They are. So, they, I, I love them. Compared. I do love them, but I love them as much like I love Maven and Jamie Noble and, do you know yeah. what I mean? My wrestlers. Dave's wrestlers. <laughs> Never going to be world champions, really. Never going to but... be champions of old. <laughs> Not even the probably the... Do you know the Bashams are probably not even the best Bashams in their household? <laughs> I bet there's a third Basham who's... He's a scientist. There's going to be a better Basham somewhere. <laughs> and he'll have hair. 100% he'll have hair. Who's the better Basham? Who's the better ba- Jesus. Find the better, the better Basham. Bash- yeah, but who's the better Basham out of Doug and Danny? Who? I'd say Doug. I'd say Danny. I'd say Doug. I couldn't tell you why I'd say Danny, but I'd say Danny. I'd say Doug because it... He, he's one who goes to TNA's da- as Basham. <laughs> Daddy goes to TNA's damager. <laughs> he's the one we want, not the one we need. <laughs> we go backstage to Tilo. Uh, he's talking to some staffer about Batista potentially coming tonight, and we're gonna have a room set up for him. Yeah, he's saying like he, this show's working just as he planned. So he planned for new tag champs. Supposed to be impartial. Fucking GM. booked it, didn't he? Fucking booked it. Fucking breaking the fourth wall is too low right now. Um, Carlito comes into the office with Mrs. Rodriguez, who's the wife of one of the board of directors. Uh, Carlito says the board, they're making the de- their decision on Tilo as we speak. And for me, this is a great way of keeping Carlito relevant on TV. Yeah. It's getting Try inside get Tilo's head. It's picking him up. It's doing his head in. Uh, yeah, I think it's all right. But um, t- please don't fire Tilo. Yeah. Please, please. Don't, not based on Mr. this show. Mr. Rodriguez, if you're listening. Not based on this show. Don't, don't fire Tilo. It's not his fault that his roster's shite, apart from Angle and that. Do you know what I mean? It's not his fault that he's got to work with Bashams and The Juice and Ren and Ken. And, and Jindrak. Yeah, it's not in Luther. It's not his fault. Leave Tilo alone. <laughs> Up next, it is time, Michael, for the first round of the rookie diva of the... We had this in the diva search. This is fucking diva bollocks. We had this. Ladies and 
gentlemen, it is now time for the first round of the SmackDown Rookie Diva of the Year contest. First, let me introduce the host of this evening's gown competition, Tori Wilson and Dawn Marie. Let me get back to the general manager for a moment. It is going to be a challenging week for Theodore Long, to say the least. I think we're gonna have a little company here. Well, we're friend. joined by the uh, Hello, ladies of uh, the SmackDown Rookie Hi, Diva Contest. Hey, Dawn, how you been? Dawn Marie. Hi, Tori. How are hey, you? Tori Wilson. Hello. Oh. Hi, Tori. Yeah, I know, I know. Wait, yeah, I'll help you out here, honey. Hold on. There you go. You good? You can put this thing right here. So, Tori yeah. and Dawn good. Marie are going to be yeah. hosting. You look great. Let's Perfect. sit down. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. SmackDown Rookie Diva Contest. I couldn't think of a better word. Hey, Dawn, Tori, I gotta ask you guys, what are you gonna look for in the Rookie Diva? Dawn, start with you. Well, you know, all these women, they just want to be like me, because I am the top diva. Well, well Tori's good, too. She's, she's a top girl. And, um, you know, I'm going to see who's going to be our next diva. What are you going to look for, Tori? I'm very excited for the talent part of this competition. You are? Very excited. I can't wait to see what these girls are uh, going to show us. Okay. Well, let's get going. Now, introducing the contestants. First, making her way. Here comes Tori Wilson and her mom. As they come out, and we, so it's a fatal. Tori's wearing a fucking towel so, with a belt. It's a fatal fall. Mum's just got fucking everything on display. Yeah, everything on display. Every Dawn Marie loves her showing you what she's got to offer. Uh, yeah, so it's a fatal fallway of Joe Giovanni, Rochelle Summerother, Lauren Jones. Oh no, Rochelle L Llewellyn, because Tori Wilson kept calling her Rochelle Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren Jones and Mrs. McTaker. Um, and Joey's announced his what? big show special friend. Special friend. Um, what, eh? Because, right, so I know what I know now from watching the pay-per-view, but at the start, I thought, oh, is this just a little segment, bit of fun, break up the matches? Oh, no, this is the start of a long fucking process, right? But this, round one... That's it. This is it. They don't do anything. There's no challenges. There's no pie-eating. There's no... No, like no dancing. No dancing. There's just, this is Joy, this is Lauren, this is Rochelle, this is McTaker... Um, if you want to vote for him, voting is now open on www.com. That's it. And then they fuck off. I didn't understand. So fucking stupid. I didn't understand. And speaking of fucking stupid, up next, hide them, hide them, right. Hide them, hide them, right. Versus Booker, Booker Man. Booker, Booker so think Man. I didn't try it. Looks like <laughs> antivirus on roids. Be a shitty bad wife, that's it. He does. Do you know? He does. He looks like Pat Internet Security <laughs> on rides. And do you know, segue, right? Modern day wrestling, it, we're coming up to Mania season, right? And Pat Internet Security is fucking a breath of fresh air yeah. in, in wrestling. From a commentary standpoint, we watched him from an in ring standpoint when he fought Adam Cole in NXT yeah, and stuff like well. that. He did great. From a commentary standpoint, his interview with Vince McMahon. I thought it was fantastic. Mm. It was so good. Whether that was scripted and kayfabe or real, no one will ever know. They'll never tell you the truth unless in 10 years' time when Pat Internet Security gets released, joins AEW and goes on talk as Jericho and bitches on Vince McMahon. Do you know, like they all do? 
Yeah. All right, looking at you, Mox. Looking at you, every fucker else. <laughs> Brian Dunn, is it? <laughs> soon. It's coming soon. It'll be like, I'll tell you something, Chris. Do you know when they made me come out with a world title that were made out of cardboard? It was the most disgusting thing I've ever done. WWE's <laughs> wank. You won't even let me roll it up and smoke it. <laughs> I love it. So I'll, don't get me wrong, I enjoy AW, I enjoy our wrestling, but I take it for what it is. It's wrestling. Don't get butthurt. Don't get pissed off. It's wrestling, right? You like if you like AEW and you don't like WWE, fair enough. If you like vice versa, fair enough. You like them both, fair enough. But what I absolutely fucking adore, adore, is that for me, it's we're getting AEW over by dicking on WWE. Just like WCW tried to do it back in the day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They got more attention when they made their little sly comments about WBF than sometimes they did about their actual product. And I find that is with AEW. Biggest like, thing that WCW did was bring in yeah. Hall and Nash. Well, like, AEW could have a five-star, we could have a Punk Brian or Punk Omega or whatever, five-star banger, Dave Meltzer wanking himself into a coma. One of them, yeah, banger. But then at the end of that show... If CM Punk or Jericho or someone came out and said something really aggressively derogatory towards WWE, that would be the headline, mm. not the five-star match. And I feel that, for me, is where... I love it. For me, personally, I think it's brilliant. Dick on each other. That's how I bring it back to how it were yeah. back in the day. But people get so butthurt against it and angry, and it's great to like look at social media when an AEW event happens or a WWE event happens and the, the opposite army attack. Yeah. Ah, it's fucking brilliant. I love it. Absolutely love it. Speaking of something I love as well, Michael Adam Wright versus Booker T, how the fuck did we get here? But before that, did you see that signing crowd that said fucking Alan? Nothing yes. else apart from Alan. It was like, that guy is in a time machine. He's come back from 2022 because what he wants to tell you is if you do like what we do and you do want to support our show, great segue, I learned off you with this, Mike, right? You can follow us at patreon.com forward slash Era podcast where you can get access to the Hunter games where myself and Mike, we're trying to de decipher the entire WWF slash WWE pay-per-view career of Triple H. That's what that guy knew. Anyway, on that note, Michael, Booker T, Adam Wright, how do we get here? I have no fucking idea because <laughs> last time last Booker T lost his match against John Cena in semi-finals at tournament. Yeah. They'd not interacted. No. Did they? Did but they? I, they might have walked past each other backstage. <laughs> Booker must have just gone, what fucking weirdo. <laughs> On that note, Michael... Absolute fantastic start by fucking Hiders. He comes out and it's promo time. It's, he's got it's, it's promo time. Disaster piece Not time. just a promo, it's disaster piece, which is Hiders right speak for Poland. Take it away. No way out. No way in. Doesn't really matter. This pay-per-view should get put in the bin. That's what it should have been. <laughs> the world calls Hiders right crazy, but little do they know, I have so much good inside. And you shouldn't piss in snow. <laughs> Just waiting to be shown. <laughs> Booker T dares to make fun of Heidenreich. Well, I'll show you all what it's like to feel my, all my pain and strife that I've dealt with my entire life. At least that rhymed. <laughs> that was a poem by Heidenscheidt. <laughs> so when he says, all the trouble and strife, is he on about his missus? <laughs> I'm sick of shit she causes me. So, Booker, I'm taking it out on you. Fucking poor Booker T. <laughs> fucking stuck with Iden right because fucking Taker couldn't get him up. So the match then. We get a lock up to start. 
Uh, for me, it felt like Hadamak is a wrestler who doesn't like to wrestle, doesn't like to get touched. Yeah. If you touch Hadamak, he gets really offended. <laughs> get off me! I need my jacket. <laughs> Where's my jacket? Uh, we get a kick from Booker and some chops, uh, and then Hadamak starts whacking himself on his head. Yeah, and it's this point I noticed something on the map. Uh, is it one of Booker's dreads? I don't know. Because it's a thing. It's, it's, it's there, a, it's a there. The whole match. Oh, the whole match. No one notices. The ref doesn't notice it. It's just there. And I feel like the more I looked at it, the more I, it, was like, it looked like one of Booker's dreads. As Hyderite pulled out one of Booker's dreads. I literally could not take my eyes off of it. It looked like a piece of shit. I, I don't know what it was. It was it was long and brown. It was either Hyderite shit himself or it was one of Booker's dreads. And I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. Hopefully it was a dread. Um, we get a big elbow from Hyderite. That knocks Buck down. Uh, they fight on the outside after Hyderite screams at everyone, I'm not crazy. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. If you have to say it. Yeah. Uh, back in the ring, super kick from Booker gets a two. We get a slam from Heidenreich and a big Rikishi bump clothesline. Booker T went spinning into next week. He got to do a spinning rooney at some point. <laughs> it was a great sell. Heidenreich drives Booker T into the post for a two. And then it's time for a rest all because we all need a breather on this high octane match. We're like a minute in. This match goes a bit too long already. <laughs> Booker T, you know, actually, I'm going to tell you, it's right. So, you might hear during this, this, because Dave left his laptop and he's got it on paper form. So, you might hear a bit of this going on. I apologise, shit happens. <laughs> um, Booker T fights out uh, a headlock, but then gets put in another headlock because it's Rest Old City. And then Booker T rolls back up a spine buster, hits some shots, clothesline, sidekick, and then hits his biggest move. L1, L1, L1. It's time for the spinner, Rudy. <laughs> um, he misses the spin kick, though, and the bookend. Uh, Heidenreich, he charges, but Booker sends him into, onto the outside. He bounces him off the steps, and then the finish of the match comes where Heidenreich gets pissed off, had enough of this shit, picks up a chair, and just pops it in Booker's throat. Yep, then rolls him into the ring and covers. Pins him. <laughs> the bell's already gone. The ref's already called the DQ. Uh, Hadamak is now pissed off because the ref's not calling. Was it Jimmy Caderas, I think? Was not calling, yeah. not pinning, uh, counting the pin. Get out of here, you fucking like, idiot. His DQ is over. So Hadamak's like, it's not fair. You're cheated. I won. And Hadamak, as he's walking back up the ramp with his back to the alleyway, he points to the crowd going, you're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'd beat you up. I'd beat you up. And he goes, I'd beat you all up. <laughs> Your rear end. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Oh, Heinrich. Oh, oh, team with a clubby yeah. blow to the back of the neck. Oh, Heinrich's got a steel chair. Did you see that to the Adam's apple? Right to the throat. The steel chair to the, the throat of Booker King. That was blatant. Heidenreich frustrated, grabbed the steel chair, drove it into the Adam's apple of Booker T. Wow. Oh Winner of this match with a result of a disqualification, Booker T. And now what the hell is Heidenreich doing? Enough already. Oh, I think Heidenreich's trying to send a message to the bookman. Well, maybe. Let's see. Okay. He's insane. The match is over. He's been disqualified. Now he wants to go for a damn cover. Oh, Stable, yeah, okay. Stable, he's crazy. He's got a good heart, though. He's got feelings. Come on. How's he got feelings? He just drove a steel chair into a man's throat. Well, I mean, like said this poem, he felt like Booker T made fun of him. It's a little miscommunication. A lot of communications aren't there. Look at his hybrid. 
Miscommunication. Well, I don't know, but. You cheat! You gotta go. You gotta go. I, didn't write, I mean, that, it, was a, it was a hell of a match. I mean, both men holding their own. I mean, I got frustrated. Yeah, Booker wins because Heidenreich's fucking stupid. Hiding <laughs> shite. What did you make, Michael? How many mavens? I'm giving this a one. Point five. Ooh, this. Ooh. Fucking hiding shite. Poor that's, Booker. That's setting the bar. That setting the bar. Poor Booker. So if Diva's evolution doesn't get like it gets higher than a point, does it? Spoiler alert! Going forward, after the end of the Divas, no. does it not? Is that a point five as well? Is it? No. No, is, it, no, is that a zero? <laughs> no. Is it no. a minus? Marvelous. We are backstage with the stagehand getting Batista's room ready. That's never used. Man, they are filling time. So much in this pay per view already. And they've not even stretched it past two hours and three quarters of an hour. No, two hours and thirty-five with all this filler as well. It literally is a two-hour two hour episode of like SmackDown. With additional filler. filler. Yeah, with additional backstage segments. Um, we see the jobbers and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, and Rey Mysterio, okay, I'll let him <laughs> off. Um, they're all celebrating. So we've got Hardcore Holly. We've got Charlie Haas. Haas. All celebrating your new tag champions. And then in comes John Cena. And Eddie Guerrero goes, lads, can I have a minute with uh, the, the boy Wonder over here, please? Uh, look, I just want to congratulate you because I know what it takes to get here. And uh, I know you've worked your ass off to get here. So let me congratulate you. Well, thanks, man. But you know, it doesn't mean nothing if you don't beat Angle tonight. Oh, man, I know. I know what's up. Yeah, yeah, John, John, it, 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 it's, I don't think you're grasping how big this is, man. This is history. You beating Angle tonight, that means that you're going to main event WrestleMania. Brother, that's what everybody works for. That's what we live, eat, and think 24-7 when we're in this business. And even when we're not in this business, growing up, you know, our dreams, you have that opportunity. And just let me give you some advice, man. Especially, you know, I know Kurt Angle. I've wrestled him. I mean, I have wrestled him over and over. I mean, I countless times, and he's a phenomenal wrestler. And he said something tonight. He said not only was he going to put you in the ankle lock, he said he was going to make you hurt. He said he was going to hurt you. He said he was going to make you tap out and hurt. You know what, John? I don't believe him. I believe he can put the ankle lock, but I don't believe that you'll tap. You remember that. When he's got that ankle lock and you're hurting, and all the world is flashing before you in pain, don't tap. Because all, all that's going to happen, man, is he's going to get mad. He gets mad. He gets frustrated. He gets frustrated. He makes mistakes. He makes mistakes. That's your chance. That's your opportunity to win. I believe in you. I know they believe in you. God bless you. And then we get, I feel it was such an element of seriousness promo mm. from Eddie Guerrero, where Eddie Guerrero knew that my voice to the WWE audience is very influential. So the if words my I'm, endorsement. Yeah, the words I'm about to say, and then he endorses John Cena massively, and then he's like, look, no matter what, Cena, no matter what, don't give up. Angle is going to get you in the ankle lock. 
that's how it's going to go down. But no matter what, with that last bit of strength you've got, do not give up. That makes me think, is that where John Cena got, got his never give up from? Was it this promo with Eddie Guerrero? And the fact that he's still good, that fact, is his tribute to Eddie. Could it be? Yeah, that's straight away what I thought. Is his never give up? Is that his own personal tribute to Eddie Guerrero's promo? Because we spoke about this off air. We were saying how this is last um, pay-per-view match of mid-card John. Yeah. We get big match John from Mania going forward. So, I mean, this is, and I say mid-card, even though he's not, he's king of the mid-card. He's, on, he's a US yeah, champion. But he's US champion, so that makes him king of the mid-card. Right? But this is the last mid-card John Cena we see. And I feel like Eddie's endorsement and Eddie's words are now pushed Cena that little bit more higher. Is that what Eddie loves him? So if Eddie loves him, we love him. Yeah. Do you that mindset? I, think, I thought it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Such a good pep talk. Yeah, brilliant. Up next, Marco, six-man elimination gauntlet rules for the Cruiserweight title in weird where everyone holds the tag ropes. Yeah, why are they all in tag ropes? It's Paul London versus Charvo Guerrero versus Shannon Moore versus Spike Dudley versus Akio versus your reigning defending Cruiserweight champion, Fu Nakamura Tajiri-san. Michael, how the fuck did we get here? We have a shitload of Cruiserweights. And we have a division. And we've not got an actual number one contender. Yeah. So, how about it, lads? <laughs> and yeah, so the rules, two men in the ring. Uh, Where's Lindsay? Is he not all invited? No, first? fuck him, he's too small. He's too small for Cruiserweights. Um, <laughs> so he's a referee. So, so yeah, the Tony Chimmel explained at the start of the match, so how, the, how it goes going to go down is everyone, they made a draw. Uh, the two wrestlers are going to start in the ring. Pinfall, submission, eliminate said wrestler. Next wrestler joins the action. Now, in a couple of years' time, we have this at Royal Rumble, mm. but everyone stays outside of the ring, very similar to the SmackDown games back in the day when we did the gauntlet. The slobberknocker match. Yeah, the slobberknocker match. They stay outside the ring, um, and then they come into the ring. No, not this time. So we had a wrestler in every corner, a tag rope in every corner, wrestlers holding the tag ropes, but no one gets tagged in, and it's just when it stays on. Yeah, it literally is when it stays on. I found, it, it, I found it bizarre. I found it bizarre. So I love London's coat. As well. Yes, I love everything about London. I get so, do you know, from his, just his legs, I get Texas Tornado vibes, strong Texas Tornado vibes with Paul mm. London. I'm, I feel like Paul London's going to join my club of Maven, yeah. and Jamie Noble, and Hardcore, and Billy Gunn, I feel, and Big Dog. I feel like there's a spot for Paul London, you know, because he's not that good. Oh, he's great. No, I disagree. <laughs> he's disagree. He's got a good finish. He's got. He's great at the flip shit. <laughs> yeah, the flippy shit, but he's not great. Right? I don't think. I think he's overrated. Uh, even though I love when he Kendrick and London as a tag team. Yeah. But I just. I don't know. I feel like on his own. I feel like this. No, I'm not. He's got a great four fifty. But one of the best four. I want to see more from him. I want to see more flippy. Do a six thirty. Do a nine hundred and ninety nine. <laughs> just keep fucking spinning. <laughs> I think it's because. We're now so used to the ricochets of the world. Yeah. And, and everyone the, does a flip. Everyone not just does a flip, they take it to the next level. So, like, you go back to, like, Jeff Hardy, 99 Jeff Hardy. Just a single forward just roll. Just a single forward roll over the top rope was oh, mind blowing. And now someone does that, it's meh. Meh. Have you seen, by the way, segue, Control Your Narrative, uh, the new promotion by EC3 and uh, I've heard Braun, of it. where they've got rules. 
and you can't do no tope suicidas. You can't do a Canadian destroyer because they're the moves that they can't do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Ron's like, I can't do it. You know, it's banned in my promotion. Banned because I can't hey, fucking. That's smart doing. I can't fucking do it. If I can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> so, which is great though because it's control your own narrative. So basically, you book your own path in wrestling. So rule number one is control your narrative. Rule number two, control your narrative. Rule number three, no super kicks, no top rope suicides, <laughs> no Canadian destroyers. So I can't control that bit of my moveset then, no. I thought I could control my own narrative. Absolutely dicks all over it straight away. It's brilliant. Like It's the most ironic wrestling promotion ever. I fucking it's love just trying it. to be fightful. Yeah, but like, they held the first event in a pub. Just in a pub. They said to the ring, like, sorry lads, we've got to move pool table. Why? Wrestling ring's going in. <laughs> Literally like fight club. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. But it's that ridiculous. I cannot wait for the next show. <laughs> it's fucking. They're like I had a live fucking podcast recorded halfway through the show or somewhere. I think there was one match. It was. It's not a wrestling event. It's but it's control your narrative. If you want, if you want to turn up as a wrestler and you don't fancy wrestling, mate, control your own narrative. That's how it is. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. But anyway, back to the action. So uh, Funaki and Poland, and they start. Uh, we get a bulldog from Funaki, a spike gets involved, and then London and eliminates Funaki. So the champion is out of Guaranteed here. new champion. Guaranteed new champion. Here comes Spike. Yeah, that's paper. <laughs> I was trying to hide it. I'm not going to lie to you. I was trying to hide it for the first like 20 minutes. Then I heard a rattle and I'm like, it's while Mike was talking. I can't edit that out. Fuck it. We've got paper. <laughs> Um, Funaki returns the favour and Paul London eliminates Spike straight away two quick eliminations that's fantastic and then here comes the Prince of Punk uh, and someone I don't know if you noticed had a Shannon Moore sign yeah. gotta be his brother slash mum slash dad slash cousin slash friend paid actor now who t- <laughs> is he paid someone who turns up I'm going to a pay per view oh he's on card oh well he's Angle he's Cena Big Show, JBL. Are you going to take a sign? Yeah. Who for? Shannon Moore. <laughs> I just, yeah, just, it don't make sense. It won. I don't get it. You of all people, that. Shannon Of all Moore. the people. Shannon fucking Moore. It's got to be his mum. Got to be his mum. Uh, a big 450. We spoke yep. about this from Paul London. Eliminate Beautiful Shannon Moore. Uh, what Michael Cole calls vintage Paul London. Yeah. He's been vintage. around for a fortnight. Vintage Paul London. He's not even been there a year. Do you know, I didn't realise Michael Cole used vintage as often as he does back here. I thought it was an, a thing I that I thought it was like a 2010 thing. Yeah, but no, it's a thing he just uses. He's always used vintage this, vintage fucking that. And um, Akio is the next one in to slow things down a little bit because he's not the fastest of the cruiserweights. Well, he don't like to go fast because when he goes fast, he lands on his fucking head. Well, there is that. Um, Enziguri, that, sets, that gets Akio a two. Uh, but then it's rest hold city. And do you know in a cruiserweight match, when someone puts on a rest hold, yeah, I like, fucking despise it. I don't like rest holds. I understand the logic, and I've always said this, that you need a rest hold to calm the match down, to talk through the next steps and stuff like that or whatever. But in a cruiserweight match, nah, give me some fucking flip de doos um, we get lots of kicks and slaps. Uh, that's basically Akio's arsenal. Yeah. Um, a big top rope neck breaker from London to Akio. Um, and then a, a weird spot, a count of 10. So when both wrestlers are on the floor, referee's counting. Jimmy London's, Canaris, up at nine. London's up at nine, which I thought in a normal one-on-one contest, that means both wrestlers are up, match continues. Not in these rules, because Akio, because he didn't make the 10 count, has now been eliminated. After a neck breaker. I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't get it. 
I didn't get it. Or as Michael Cole would call it, a DDT. Or a DDT, yes. Another, another fucking... Oh, mate, he's, he's on fire tonight, he's Michael Cole. On fire. Um, yeah, so I just... It absolutely baffled me, that did. Uh, and that means our final competitor enters Charvo Guerrero. So the final matchup is Charvo versus the man that's come from the start to the end at Paul London. Um, we got three pin attempts from Charvo straight away. Yeah. Two o'clock every time. Very smart. Two count every time. Uh, Charvo is pissed off that he's got to do a bit of work. Yeah, he's like, he's like you want to make me work? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck else are you doing here? You want to make me actually fucking earn me money? You said to wankers. You know what? I'm, I'm a Guerrero. <laughs> uh, Charvo, he misses a neck breaker and then a, a dragon suplex from London gets a two, which was a great. And I love mm. Taz. Love Taz because one thing that Taz knows is a suplex. So Michael Cole goes, um, uh, suplex by London. I think you'll find that's a dragon sleeper when he holds... I've just dropped my papers. It's a dragon suplex when he holds him in a full Nelson. And, oh, it's just Taz, I love... I would love to hear Taz and JBL together on commentary. I think we do get... Just with the bit. knowledge. Just mm. the knowledge of actual moves and stuff like that and the history. Because you could have Taz with his knowledge of moves. We'd need a third. We'd need a lead. So you'd need a Michael Cole. Yeah. You'd need a Jim Ross. To make the Cole, lead. Cole, yeah. JBL and but Taz then be great. and Taz. Yeah, I feel like a bit, that'd be great. We get a big back body drop and a drops hole from London gets a two. Uh, the finish of the match, uh, London, he rolls... It was great because me and Mike were watching this. London rolls Chavo up in the spot What you know what's going to happen. Yep. I'm screaming at London to grab that rope because if you don't, Chavo will. Chavo rolls through, grabs, grabs the, the rope. rope. One, two, three. And you're brand new... Once again, cruiserweight champion, where's his dad and where's Jacqueline? Chavo Guerrero. And look at this, D to the midsection. Chavo Guerrero, down oh, in London oh, off the top turnbuckle. Now what? Hooking over, maybe going for it. Chavo, maybe going for it. Go behind. Look at this, rolling him up, shoulders down. Got him down here, Chavo rolled out. And look at Chavo. Chavo's got the damn ball. by Paul London. Paul London, what an effort by that kid. He started the matchup off, almost pulled off the upset over Chavo Guerrero. He used the ropes to pick up the victory. Well, I don't disagree at all, but let's take a look at Funaki, the champion that went into this match. And you see here, it's getting rolled up, small package by Paul London. Stacked them up, and then Spike comes in. And Spike Dudley would be eliminated after Funaki got a little bit of payback here. Bam! Oh, big time payback. Mike kind of deserved that. Paul London picking up the scraps, as I like to say. Getting a victory over Spike. And Paul London was still rolling, using the 450 splash to knock out Shannon Moore. How aggressive is that move? Ladies and gentlemen, that is so hard to pull off. I couldn't tell you, I never could do it. But, but check this out. Check this out. That neck breaker. I said earlier, Paul had the same thing in mind. I thought Akio was going for it, but beautiful neck breaker. But London ate some of that. Yeah, but Akio did not make the 10 count, was eliminated. It was down to Chavo and Paul London. I thought London had Chavo here, but Chavo rolled through and watched him grab the rope. You know, you call it a cheap Whatever you want to call it, Paul. The fact of the matter is... What did you make, Michael, and how many Mavens? That was a decent... It was a fun little match, but... Funaki was out far too quick for your defending champion. Yes. But we always said, though, about how long is this going to last with Funaki? Because it's Funaki. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? It's for it was a feel-good moment. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And he got the win in Japan. And he managed that. I think that was the idea behind it. It was to put the title on him. So when we get to Japan, he's, he's our fully-fledged cruiserweight champion. He's not just won it. Yeah. Uh, he's got a few wins on it behind him. Um, go to Japan, get a win over there. So it's not a shock because he's on a winning streak, sort of, as it is. And then the next pay-per-view, get it off him, back onto a Guerrero. Just not the Guerrero it's just, that it's, we'd want. It's, it's February, so... Gold on Guerrero. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No way out, Gold on Guerrero. And then at this point, me and Mike firmly believed that it was time for the cage match because it was weird. Yeah, they were plugging it like it was next. They were plugging it. They started lowering it a little bit. Or I was, my mind was playing tricks on me. The, the lights were playing. Yeah, I literally thought the cage match was next. But oh no, it was just a little promo for it. And then we get the WrestleMania recall, which was the gimmick battle royal at Mania 17, which was fucking brilliant. And I want this to return. I'd love it. It, it should return this year. Because WrestleMania we could, we, 38. We, we could have Spirit Squad. We could have Eugene. Yes. Uh, Santino. Kozlov. Simon Dean. Simon Dean. The Mexicals. We could have. So we could. We could do this again. Gangrel. Mordecai. Mordecai. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate. Billy Gunn. Oh no, sorry, he's aged up. Uh, Jamie Noble, you could come out, uh, yeah. mate. You could do it. They could Great eat, suit for jeans. They, they could do the gimmick battle royal again, and then John Cena comes out as the Doctor. That'd be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> no, he comes out as the the Doctor. No, fucking Batista comes out as the fucking with Reverend Devon and that. He comes out as Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yes. Bring back Vince. I know you listen. Bring back the gimmick battle royal. I know. I know. You might not listen, but I know you fucking watch me on Facebook and YouTube. So I'm sick of getting fucking emails about violating your fucking shite. <laughs> Fair use. Give me back my ad revenue. <laughs> Fair use. It's not fair, is it? We take the piss. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not actual critical. We just we use it. We use it. It's use. It's, it's fair just... use in comedic, in comedic effect. <laughs> no, because that would mean we'd have to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, I'm funny. <laughs> we're like we're just thieves. <laughs> Up next, speaking of someone that's not remotely fucking funny, it's round two of fucking diva bullshit of the year. Each diva will show their specialist talent. Joy Giovanni, her specialist talent is massaging. She's fucking shit at that. Slash stripping. Slash lap dancing. Which she does to Tori, which Dawn Marie does not look fucking pleased. It was a shit massage. It was. Speaking of shit, Rochelle, hers were jokes. And she said, how do you make a Kleenex dance? By putting a little buggy on it. Kind of got a pop out of me, I'm not going to lie. It was a... Yeah. Remember Galal? Her delivery wasn't great, though. No, because Rochelle, gorgeous girl, terrible on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. That, Wait till she opens the gob. Yeah. Um, Lauren, she dances, for fuck's sake. I can't say dances. Yeah. I feel like that offends everyone that's ever danced, ever. It's not really a dance. No. And um, Muktaker, she shows, she goes, well, I'll show you what I can do. I'm pissed off with Omri. Come here and body slams her. So at least, the, we've been crying out on Diva Search for them to wrestle. Yeah. If you want to be... So a I think di- this is for McTaker. McTaker wins so far. McTaker's in the lead. McTaker is in the lead. But but this was the second round. So what was the first round based on? Just to let you know the vote's open. Also... That was it. To vote based upon how they looked right then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. It was... It was a Round one was who do you think's fittest? Round two is who dances best. 
Round three is who looks best in a swimsuit. That's what it is. Yeah. Round one is vote on who you think is the fittest. That's how it is. Like Miss Universe before they open their mouth. Do you know what I mean? Which one do you think is fittest? <laughs> so it is. But put them in fit order. We go backstage to JBL with Big Josh Matthews. Uh, JBL is not happy, but he understands what's going down tonight. Yeah. I understand he knows it's a barbed wire cage match. I know I'm going to get battered. I know there's going to be bloodshed, and it's probably going to be mine. Right? Yeah, he, he knows, knows Big Joe's going to fuck he him knows. up. He knows. And then JBL finishes the promo by saying, I am not only WWE champion, I am not only the almighty. And Bobby Lash is going, all right. Know what? He goes, I am a wrestling God. Flair's going, know what? <laughs> Come out to Monday nights and say that. I'll say Big Dave and me. Up next, Michael. Da-da, 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 dong Oh, nice. It is the big dog, the king of kings, the cerebral assassin, the... the the next big thing, the Beast Incarnate, your reigning defending, undisputed champion of being in prison, Luperate. Yeah, we all this prison. I know. Things 20, he should be in prison 20, for. 20, should... 24 hours solitary confinement, he did. Well, how's that man been allowed out? What did he do? <laughs> Why is he allowed to travel around the world? Fating Undertaker. <laughs> so, is, yeah. It should be. You have to win every single one of your matches or you're fucking back in prison. <laughs> like nails. Yes. <laughs> yes. We need... Where's the big boss, man? Is he already dead? No, I don't no, think he is yet. Not yet. No, I don't think he is yet. Where's the boss, man? We need the boss, man. And the boss, man, to show the big dog some hard times. And you better walk in down a calm county yard. Yeah, so nails, big dog, and Nathan Jones. Any other prisoners? Prison FC. Ah, prison Ah, yes. Um, any other prisoners? Abyss? Z-Camp? I don't know. Has there ever been a prisoner of war? Aldo Montoya with the Portuguese man of war, that works. Tom's going to, and he and Abyss in prison together. Yes, yes. No, prison. Yes. Friends. Prison fucking FC. Prison bitches. So, Michael, Big Dog, Luther Reigns versus me, Mark Calloway. How did we get here? So, Jindrak and... Big Dog caused Taker and Wren to forfeit their Tony match by causing a double D, double count out. Even though they could have just you know, thrown Wren into the ring. Cause could have done. Angle is still smashed Wren. Could have, would have, should have. But again, that's better for us because less Wren. <laughs> Always good to have less Wren. So Taker decided he was going to fight Big Dog. And yeah. Here we, Here we are. And I fucking it, loved that reflection comes out with Big Dog, ready to wrestle. Gets not even ring. booked on the show. Yeah. Taker's music comes off. Taker's making his entrance. Fucking Big Dog's not asked. Reflection, he's going, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. And old beatbox Ebner goes, out of It's fucking brilliant. Jindak's like, I put my gear on for that. You'll put your gear on, mate. So the match then, big rights from Taker to start. Lefts, kicks, rights, rock Taker. Um, but then he fucks Lufa with a boot. <laughs> I'm not taking your shit. Bosh! Some of that. Um, works over the arm and hits old school straight away. Old school in like 30 yeah. seconds. I was like, oh, this match is not going to last long. It's, it shouldn't have. And then he hit a downward spiral. Fucking under edge. He's edge. been doing that for a while, though. I've not paid attention. 
<laughs> or I just forget. That's what it is. I've probably seen it so many times. I just forget. Downward spell that gets a two into a choke. Um, Luther, he takes off the turnbuckle pad and works overtaker, which makes you think straight away that Luther is He's going to go into face that. first into that thing. <laughs> um, more shots from Taker as this match is very, very Shite. dull. Yeah. Um, Lufa into the exposed turnbuckle as you'd expect as Taz struggles to get his words out he's like into the turnbuckle <laughs> even Taz can't be asked. Taz is falling asleep watching the match <laughs> so was I um, we get elbow drop from Taker on the outside then he hits his vintage leg drop across the throat um, Lufa he then backs off and hits a low blow onto Taker that, and then drives Taker's head into the exposed turnbuckle which made me think straight away that Taker's going to blade and I thought no Dave blade for yeah, the no, big dog I know that's what I thought, I thought no Dave don't write that in your notes I was trying to preempt it on my notes as well I was like no don't write it because he's not going to blade for the big dog <laughs> it's that simple he's not going to blade outside the main event <laughs> um, Lufa then works over Taker Driving him into two corners. A suplex gets a two. And then he carries on working over him. Very boring Arsenal. Yeah. And a very boring Arsenal as a big dog. Uh, we get a big slam and an elbow drop gets a two. Do you know it? Big guy. Yeah. And then a single leg Boston Crab with a foot on the head, which I thought was a great spot. Great close-up visual. The taker's head just getting squashed by the big foot. Uh, Lufa goes for a crossroads, uh, but taker fights free. Now, is his finisher? Because he hits like... Rolling dice. Yeah, so it's like cross, crossroads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in a bit, it's that, but it's a slop drop, and they call it that, that. swinging neck breaker, and it's... It's Michael Cole. Michael Cole's on fire guy. again. Um, yes, yeah, so we get a... He's bollocks. A big choke slam. Uh, Reigns hits the slop drop. Um, some terrible, shitty-ass punches from Luther. Uh, Taker with a DDT. Rises to his feet. Calls for the tombstone. Hits the tombstone. And after nearly fucking 15 minutes of some bullshit, one, two, three... Gets the victory and this pay per view. Bag of wank. Bag of wank, mate. It really is. <laughs> it's a bag of wank. He's going to try to lock down Taker again with this. And Taker with a reversal. Oh! What a counter by the veteran. And Taker sat up. Hell of a counter by the Undertaker. Uh oh, for Reigns. Luther Reigns up high. Undertaker with Reigns on his oh shoulder. God. Watch out here. Oh, stone pile driver. Here's the cover. Undertaker victorious and no way out. Here is your winner, the Undertaker. I'll tell you what, extreme extremely physical confrontation by both these bohemians luther reigns was not victorious but i'll tell you what luther fought hard he went at it toe to toe one of the, the greatest legends one of the greatest superstars ever in wwe history and that man right there the undertaker well luther reigns said he did not fear the undertaker and there was no fear for luther reigns here tonight but the bottom line is, with a tombstone pile driver, the Undertaker picks up the victory here at No Way Out. And the dead man getting it done in a strong way. Look at that face. There has never been anyone quite like the Undertaker in the history of sports entertainment. Take another look.
Sonny Michael, what did you make? Undertaker versus the Big Dog and how many Mavens? I'll let you know. For me, one again. Everything's been one. Is that because you love Taker so much? No. That's because I love my Dirtus. Point five. And I'll Ooh, kill the Taker. That hurts. That hurts. You know how much I'm Taker Mark I am. Yeah, but do you know, we spoke, about, we spoke about this off air. Um, Undertaker. Right, this might offend you. This might offend people. But is Undertaker more of a myth than he is actually like the greatest of all the times? Because don't get me wrong, his feuds with Austin, Mankind, Hunter, Hogan. Kane, Hoganish, yeah. His first one. Yeah. But then look at everybody else he's feuded with over the years. Giant Gonzalez. A train. A train. Big shoe. Yeah. Is is Undertaker's feuds? Been more of a myth around the gimmick. Yeah. The gimmick of the character than it is the actual how good the Undertaker's matches have been. Because don't get me wrong, his match with Michaels, his both his matches with Michaels at Mania, outstanding. Some of his later work, like with, with Jericho. Stuff he does like Gary Angle. Yeah, Angle. Great work. I'm not taking away or, or, or absolutely that like Trying to shit on him. I'm not. He's, he's For me, he's up there. He's on my Mount Rushmore. But the more I watch some of Undertaker's feuds, especially in this timeline, it's like, if he was any other character, any other gimmick, it wouldn't be getting over as much as it is. It's just it's Taker. It's the gimmick. It's the aura. But is it also a bit of a... Does he get a bit more credit than it deserves sometimes? Well, I think he has more the memorable feuds than he has non-memorable. I'd say it's about 50-50. But again, that's just my opinion. But And I love Taker. This is not me dicking on Taker at all, in the slightest. I love the dead man. right? But I don't know. I feel like a lot of his feuds, if you actually look back on them, were fucking trash. <laughs> they really were trash. A lot of them were built on in the, in the 90s. But they were all built on taking his own. Like when he was feuding with Karma. IRS. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 the, it's, if you actually go for it, if you look at all these manias, then worked around who was feuding with around that time scale. A lot of his mania matches are shite, man. <laughs> they really are. Undertaker's best career, for, the best part of Undertaker's career for me, is, was his last last 15 years. Yeah. Not his first 15, 20 years. Yeah, the older he was getting. Oh, six songs. Yeah, the better he was getting. But at the minute, Undertaker, bit trash. <laughs> I feel dirty saying it, but I do. But he's, he's had... He's worked all these shite views because then he goes on to just having the big views. Yeah, yeah, he gets all the shit out of his system first. <laughs> um, we go backstage with more Tilo waiting for Big Dave. Um, and then Michael, fuck me, it's time for round three. But it's his final round. It's final round, which is all good. And it's... we find out that Rochelle is a former Playboy model and a former Miss Hawaiian Tropic Canada. Yeah. So... I thought Hawaii was in USA. Yeah, and the tropics, I feel like that's a different part of the world. And Canada's Canada. So if, if anyone out there is familiar with the Hawaiian Tropics Canada Beauty Contest or whatever it was, Let us know. send us a link because we'll definitely review it. But 100%. It's got boobs on it. Of course we'll watch I'd, it. I'd like to see more of Michelle. <laughs> Don't want to hear her, but I'd like to see more of her. And shock horror, the winner from the fan vote, the girl that's current, currently on SmackDown in a storyline with weird. the big show, 
with 65% of the overall vote, your rookie diva chipbag of the year is Joe Giovanni. Shocking weird that, isn't it? Fucking weird that. I was hoping it would be Michelle fucking... I was hoping it would be Mistaker. Should have been Mistaker. Did body slam, did that backflip. Should have been Mistaker. But this Vincent has seen this and thought, wait, we can probably try and do something with that Michelle bit. Yeah, because she'd done a body slam, a backflip. He's like, she, she might actually be able to wrestle, you know. Kevin, Kevin, I found a fucking diva that can wrestle, Kevin. <laughs> Put her in a match of leader. <laughs> she can do a moonsault. She can do a backflip. Kevin. <laughs> Up next. Finally time for a bit of proper wrestling. Uh, Kurt Angle. Finals of a tournament. John Cena. Number one contenders tournament final. Michael, how did we get here without saying the word tournament? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could say, so there was an eight-man competition where one man fought another man and if he won't beat that man, he moved on to the next round of the competition until there was yeah, So we had several left. rounds. Yeah, so fuck you. <laughs> so in the first round, we had Cena versus Orlando Jordan. We did. And Ray versus Angle. We also had Booker T versus Eddie and Ren versus Taker. Mm-hmm. Match of the tournament, that. Ren versus Taker, by far. <laughs> Leaps and bounds. Honestly, it was actually Angle, me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd say Booker Cena. That was a great one. That was a great one. Great one. I'm I preferred Angle, me, myself. You're an Angle Ray man, though, aren't you? Like, SummerSlam 2002. Yeah. You fucking love that shit. You would love that shit. So, yeah, there was a tournament. And this is the final. Yeah. <laughs> because we need number one, We need someone to fight JBL at Mania. We need a number one contender. Uh, so, the match, then. we get, Well, actually, before the match, I am sick to death. I cannot wait for him to change his theme music now. Because John Cena comes out looking like a gangster. He's got gangster music. Mm-hmm. But does he do a rap? No. No. What's the point? Just fucking wrestle. No. I want to see him rap. I wanted to hear one last rap. I don't care that he's a face now. It doesn't bother me. We need to hear one but last we rap. We can have raps as faces. We don't just have to be raps in heels. Yeah. We can do raps. We can rap on... The, the thing is, though... Later, Rock used to dick on people well, as a face. Later in life, Cena does dick on people a bit more, but in a lot more kid-friendly, humorous, fruity pebble way. Yeah. But he still dicks on them. I feel like this Cena is a lot more serious than rap Cena of six months ago. But he's a bit too serious for me. Come out and still have a bit of fun with crowd and that. I think he's trying to find his way still. Yeah, yeah. I think I think someone backstage has said to him that this, this rap gimmick will only take you so far. If you want to be world champion and you want to be the like the figurehead you of this company, you need to take yourself serious. You need to do something a little bit more. Yeah. So become a soldier and never give up. Uh, so the match itself, then we get early mat work from Angle, uh, a shoulder uh, knockdown and back into the headlock. Um, it was very much ground and pound, which is Kurt Angle's forte, very much ground and pound. Cena could do fuck all about the first opening couple of minutes of this match. Yeah, it was all Angle. Uh, into the corner, and which thought was a very interesting spot. The ref split them up, and they had a moment where they kind of just looked at each other, and they were like, come on, motherfucker, are you ready? To, let's go. And it was a great, great moment. You saw Angle's eyes, Cena's eyes, and I just thought, yes, this is... Yes. Big fight. Yeah. This I felt that this is this means something, does this? Because to, to the winner, you're in the main event, not the main event, because that would be Triple H, but you're in the main event of WrestleMania. And it, For SmackDown. Yeah, and it meant something. It was brilliant. Um, another headlock from Angle, and a drop toe hold into a face lock, which was, that is so fluent. 
effortlessly. Mm. How he fucking just transitioned into moves. I love watching Kurt Angle at his peak. You could watch, you could watch 05 Angle. Over and over and over, yeah. Uh, Cena, he works over Angle and then eliminates him from the Royal Rumble and then dives over on him onto the announce table. I was like, I love a good announce table. Fuck up. Get into yeah, it. Batters him to the side of it. Love it. Back in the ring, suplex for two, big clothesline, goes for the FU, but then Angle gets out. Um, both men then, then stop again and stare at each other for a minute or two because they both know how fucking serious this shit is. Because it's, it's RVD it's and Jerry Lee. Oh, it's brilliant. No, but we don't get the, yeah, they just stop and just, just have a breather and fucking stare at each other for a minute. And just the intensity from both guys, I loved it. Um, and what I didn't like, and I thought, my God, I'm so glad you don't do this anymore. The German you, into the corner. The German into the turnbuckle, because if you are going to take that move, you need to see, someone needs to know what yeah, you're doing. Uh, but Angle is the guy that I'd probably take it from. Yeah. Because it's Angle. But no one can see what's behind them. We've just got to presume that we're okay. And that's why Cena, when he takes it, his arms go out first straight away. And he, he knows where them ropes are. And then, once he's kind of comfortable, throws himself into the turnbuckle. Because that move has got whiplash and has got neck break written all over it. Absolutely. That's why Buckle Buckle Bomb. The buckle bomb, which for me, the buckle bomb, at least Seth Rollins, he can watch you where he's throwing you. But that doesn't mean it's any safe. Like, kill, you kill can't Sting. really because you're, you're blocking well, his yeah, vision. Yeah, but I can't, you kind of know to an extent how the distance between. Yeah, because you, you got your... You can judge it. Your side You've got view. your peripherals and that, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't know. For me, I feel like it's not very safe. And I feel like I'm glad Kangle doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We get a backbreaker for two, and Angle applies a body scissors. Big Germans from Kirk gets another two. Uh, then he hits a standard recliner onto Cena, like, good oh, Kirk. Yeah. Um, shoulder block from Cena, which I thought was going to set up the five moves. Yeah, which Cole calls ground and pound. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. And then shoulder tackle. Ground Cole and pound. Out. Um, rake to the eyes from Kirk, but Cena with a spine muster for a two. Back to the Germans from Kurt, and then Cena hits a proto bomb, which, which Cole, Cole turns a tilt a whirl. Great working tonight, Cole. <laughs> Another FU attempt, and that gets rolled up into a roll up for a two. DDT from Cena gets him a two. Another FU attempt, and again, Angle rolls through, this time rolls through into the ankle lock. The fluidity Brilliant. is so that good. Was, it was so amazing. Good. Um, Cena counters, sends Angle to the outside. Cena then hits a diving Feymaster for a two. I was like, I this, is the, I love, this is the first time I've seen it because the commentators go, Cena's not a cruiserweight. Cena's not a high flyer. What's he doing? And it's a dive and it's sloppy as fuck. Yeah, it's like, you, doesn't get he any usually better. does it in the middle of the ring, doesn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't get any better though, does it? Because it's always sloppy. It's always his arse that falls onto the wrestler. He overshots his jump every single time. Cena hits a FU and then Kurt Angle kicks out at two. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like what? Kicking out of the FU. Even the big show didn't kick out of an FU. Kicking out of the it's FU. Big show. Wow. No, but come on. You're kicking out of it. If we're, like, mm. no, no one kicked out of the leg drop until Warrior. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Now we've got Angle kicks out of the FU. I feel like we didn't need mm. it. Um, Angle with a shot to the knee and then he starts to work over Cena's leg. Uh, Angle then wraps Cena's leg around the ring post, which I always refer to as the Bret Hart spot. Yeah. Every time, I just I don't know why. Bret Hart just used to love doing that shit all the time. Uh, I come down the straps. It's game on for Kurt Angle. Angle slams, connects, goes for the ankle lock. Cena looks to break, but Angle applies the grapevine. Cena remembers what Eddie's told him. Finally gets to the ropes, and then we get a ref bump. 
And I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. Here's the big dog and the reflection. No, yeah. it's all for Angle to grab Cena's chain. But John Cena, out of nowhere. Tackles him to the corner. F you, one, two, three. And going on to WrestleMania, big match, Johnny. How much damage has been done to the ankle as Kurt Angle again goes back to the ankle lock. Cena's in the ropes. Angle's got to break the damn hold. His angle don't give a damn, Paul. He better give a damn. Oh, wait a minute. The referee knocked down. And now what? Is that inadvertent? I don't know. I'm thinking about Cena, the pain he's in. And how much Kurt... Well, what is he doing? Oh my! That is, that, that is that's John Cena's chain. You know, I know that. That's Cena's pride and well, joy. And the referee is down. I think John. I think John. Kurt Angle's got bad attention. Oh, Cena driving Angle into the ropes. John Cena's got him. John Cena's got him over the shoulder. Look at that shoot! The greatest pure wrestler in the history of world wrestling entertainment, John Cena, is going to battle for the WWE title in the main event at WrestleMania. You look in the dictionary of the intestinal fortitude, ladies and gentlemen, you will see that man's face. John Cena showed what kind of stuff he's made of. What a match by both men. What a physical confrontation. Great match. Was it hard? Was it adrenaline? Was it resilience? Was it never say die? Was it a will to win? Kurt Angle is terribly upset. But the bottom line is John Cena on a bad ankle. Got the FU and he's going to WrestleMania. John Cena refused to be denied. Called a doctor of economics. Came in here. Was focused on becoming the guy that was going to WrestleMania the face from an event, he did that. Look at that. Kurt Angle trying to use the chain, and it bit him in the backside. John Cena with the FU. And, and the ankle, how much weight, how much did it put weight into the father Cena? All that weight on that ankle, but Cena. Michael, what did you think, and how many mavens? Before you start, I will tell you, this had three mavens for me. Same. Bosh. You had a great match. Match of the night. Easy. Match of the night. Easy. But that's like saying that, that going dri- in before that watching driving shit be. on top of that mound of wet shit is the safest bit to pick up. Yeah. Because I know it's Angle and I know it's Cena. And even though Cena's not the greatest and never has been and never will be, but Cena is Cena as the very much like what I said about Undertaker earlier. Mm. Cena the gimmick, the aura, the mystique of John Cena, right? Especially in this time with Kurt Angle. I thought for what they delivered was a great match. You put that against some of Angle's better matches, this was terrible. But on this show, that was Dave Meltzer five star Tokyo Dome. Yeah. But Maven scale, it was three. <laughs> it was a great solid match. I was I was happy that there was no interference. I agree. And Cena's selling with the ankle lock. Like well, how long he was in listen that. Listen to Eddie's never give up. Never give. I'd love to know if that's that's where. It, I'm going to Google the shit out of that and see if there is an interview somewhere, wherever, 
where John Cena explains where Never Give Up came from. Let's just tweet him that clip. Oh, yeah, because John Cena's going to go, oh, yeah, I'll reply to that, no danger. John Cena employs someone that lets him, somebody else know We've got to find a way to contact to tweet. him. <laughs> There'll be a way to contact him. Vicky Guerrero, I feel like I'm going to tweet her. She's, <laughs> she's going to be the element to go in. <laughs> now then, Vic. <laughs> Michael. Is this why Cena wears that towel? <laughs> Michael, are you ready for our main event? Please to the SmackDown main event at WrestleMania set. We know John Cena's going to battle for the WWE Championship. Later on tonight, just coming up in a few moments, JBL and Big Show, who will defend the title at WrestleMania. The big question is, where's Batista going to be? Is he going to join SmackDown on Raw Monday night? I don't know. We've been awaiting the arrival of Batista all night long, and, you know, Cole, I, you know, I got to wonder. I mean, it's getting late. I mean, is Batista... Is he going to show up tonight? I mean, what, what's up? He said he was. He accepted General Manager Theodore Long's invitation, but he's not here yet. Nonetheless, coming up next. Well, I'm starting to think that Batista's not going to get here. Great point. For the first time ever, a barbed wire steel cage match. Big Show versus JBL for the WWE title in a cage surrounded by razor-sharp barbed wire. And that door on that cage will be locked by a big steel lock and chain throughout this whole match. So you can't escape through the door. you got to go over the top. Coming up next, the WWE Championship is on the line. One of these two men will defend the title at WrestleMania. And you, you, but I said you got to try to escape over the top. Pinfall or submission. But if you go over the top, you got to deal with the razor-sharp barbed wire, Cole. This all began last month at the Royal Rumble. Contest is a triple threat, no disqualification match for the WWE Championship. I believe Big Show is the outside favorite. Oh, my God! Bradshaw through that barricade. And wait a minute. Uh -oh. Where's that? Where's that? Steel chair. Oh, my God. In the air. Oh, 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 skull off that steel chair. Big Show covered. What the hell's going on?
League. Vivio, come on! Come get it! Looks like I'm going to smack down this Thursday. I did not run down Batista! And I've just got in my notes, main event time. Yay. <laughs> it is the it's first, the end. first ever barbed wire steel cage match. I was so disappointed. I wanted barbed wire running through the sides of the cage as well. You the... throw someone on it, their back is getting yeah. ripped to shreds. So you can't climb it. <laughs> you can't climb it. You can't touch it. Only yeah. way to win is get pin or submission. Pin. Yeah. Or get power, get chokeslam through the ring mat and underneath, but that's just a bit. That's too out there. Too out there. Michael. Yeah, like, how would you avoid that spot of the ring you got to fall through for the whole match? Avoid the cunt and stay in opposite end of the ring. Because these <laughs> did that. Michael, it's, it's main event. It's JBL versus the Big Show. It is a steel cage with barbed wire on the top. How did we get here? JBL pinned Angle in the triple threat at Rumble. Mm-hmm. And we found out through dirt sheets months ago there was going to be a barbed wire steel cage match. Months ago, <laughs> M- fucking like 2021, easily. Yeah, months ago. <laughs> we found out back in 2004, <laughs> months ago. So Tilo announced after after the triple threat that Big Show and JBL are going to face each other again at No Way Out in a cage wrapped in barbed wire. And here we are. Yeah, <laughs> after some Hollyoaks bullshit. <laughs> With Joe Giovanni, JBL getting shot, but not getting shot. Amy Webber getting involved. Oh, all sorts of shit. All sorts of shit. Proper Hollyoaks bullshit main event scene in SmackDown right now, which is fucking brilliant. And why do JBL's trunks look like he's got Taj Mahal on No, they remind me of Jinder's trunks. Yeah, they remind me purely like a Jinder's trunks, but I think it's a big eye in the middle for Jinder. <laughs> it reminds me of Jinder's trunks. <laughs> fucking Jinder Bradshaw but why does JBL come out first he's champion because he's the heel we've had this argument for fucking years Fuck he should be he should come out second because he's the champ no matter whether he's heel or face but because he's heel he comes out first because Bill needs a pop he doesn't even get one beefy 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 shots to open this contest the first 10 seconds just so you could hear, and I was like, this is going to be a fucking wrestling technician's masterclass, this, isn't it? This is going to be Bretton Perfect at SummerSlam. This is, you know what I mean? This is going to be Jericho Benoit. This is going to be Rob Van Dam, Jerry Lynn. It's going to be outstanding. Um, there was a lot of blood. Yeah. yeah. JVL caught 
Nipton said. Feeling about move. What I liked was the start of the match when Michael Cole he said, uh, "What would your strategy Taz coming into a match like this?" And Taz is like, "Well, from experience." What, what experience? fucking experience? And then I'm thinking strategy surely would just to be to win. Beat the other guy. Yeah, make him lay on the mat with his back down, me on top of him, with a ref to go one, two, three. That's my strategy. See, if I were Big Show, as soon as I've got Damiel down, he's falling. Yeah, just lay it on You're 500, you're over yeah, 500 yeah. pounds, mate. Just pin his arms down. Sit on the fucker's face. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Smell my balls. <laughs> Smell my balls, dickhead. Right, one, Lick two, him. Yeah, one, two, three. Um, we're in the corner, we get big frying pan slaps from Big Show. Uh, a big headbutt. But JBL, he gets a chop block and a net breaker and then he goes to escape and then realises, hmm, what am I going to do? But while he's escaping and trying to fuck about, he looks like he cuts his arm. Yeah. So from zero to Billy, I sharps them blades. That Billy, was Billy. Fucking Billy. I'm telling you now. Um, then JBL goes for what looks like a frying crossbody. Yeah. <laughs> Cruiserweight JBL pull that champion. One out? Big Show catches him into a fallaway slam. Um, and then a big weapon of mass destruction shot from Big Show. Clean knocks out JBL. Then with a big slap. It's like Big Show's all his moves are coming out tonight. The slaps. He's the gonna punches. Do leg He's going to do that super kick in a bit. When he can't quite get his leg higher than his knee. Yeah. <laughs> I love Big Show's super kick. He's going to do that leg, leg drop where he stands up. He's like, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, JBL, he runs into Big Show and gets knocked down. Uh, suplex from Show. Headbutt and another big slap. Uh, show, he walks into a boot though, and then JBL drives Show into the cage, and a big Ric Flair, t -t 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 massive play job, because you saw the cut, and he's oof, I think because that's a guy who has not got much experience blading. in blading, yeah, because that was a horrible gash that he caused himself, I'm very interested to see how big his plaster is going to be on Smackers. Because he's going to have a big old plaster. He's going to be a bandage. big old plaster. Because they don't make plasters big enough for the big show. And then what I thought was a great spot, JBL, he goes to the corner. My nose, <laughs> look at it, Michael. JBL exposes turnbuckle, scratched out. JBL grabs the tag rope. I thought that's what he was doing. I thought he was taking turnbuckle outside. Yeah, that I didn't look sense. at telly. I started writing it. I thought, oh, now he's grabbed tag rope and he's choking the cunt. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. And then Big Show comes back with his sweet chin music. He literally, watch it. If anyone, anyone go and watch Big Show do his super kick. He doesn't get higher than his like knee of his opposite leg. He no. cannot get us to it. Why bother? Just do a big Why boot. Bother? Just do a big boot. <laughs> um, a power bomb by Big Show, and it looked well. Mike called it. He thought it was an alley oop, but what he did was he set him up for the alley oop and then took him into the cage. So then JBL had a reason to blade because after the power bomb, JBL's head's fucking busted. I think the open. idea was for him to look like he got into barbed wire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blood all over the place. Then Michael Cole, he calls the catapult a monkey flip. I'm like, Michael Cole, I am sick of your shit this evening. Someone needs to have a word with him. <laughs> yeah. And then here comes JBL's cabinet. Here comes the juice and the bashams. They come to help him out. But then the holler, holler, player, player, Tino comes out and says, nah, 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 nah. This is not how it goes down. You bald bastards. Get the fuck back. off. But you know what my argument would be? It's a non-DQ. Do something about it, Tino. Stop yeah. me. It's yeah. an ODQ. You can't now, halfway through a steel cage match, change the rules and make it a normal sanctioned disqualification match because it's a cage match. So the second then that you throw someone into the cage, it's a DQ. Yeah. So you can't do that. So I literally would have turned around and go, Tilo, go fucking spin on this. And I would have gone into the ring. Right. John, 
Here's some cutters. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, uh, the juicy hands JBL some bolt cutters. Uh, a shot onto a big show and a clothesline from hell. JBL then goes to the top. And he, he starts cutting the uh, barbed wire, which is very clever. Cut yeah. yourself a spot you can jump over. There is fucking blood everywhere. Um, and then JBL, he cuts the wire. But then Big Show catches him and cloaks, uh, choke slams him from the top of the cage straight through the mat. And then it made, you, made me and Mike realise, not once during this match have they wrestled in that fucking corner. Nope. And that's why. Because it was a little... Well, if Big Show was to walk over that spot. It'd just crush. <laughs> it'd just absolutely crush. Um, Big Show, he breaks the chain and then goes to walk. It was a great spot because he just... Yanking at the chain, it didn't look like he'd snapped it. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, he had one piece of chain in his fucking hand. Um, and then it was a great spot. It was literally a, a cat and mouse chase. Um, Big Show, he should have... Took up, about yeah, 10 years. Should have upped his game. Absolutely should have upped his game because he's decided to stop on the ring steps and go, ooh, ah. And during that time, JBL's JBL crawled, out. crawled under the ring. And Beatbox has gone, hey, it jumps here. Yeah. Ring so bell. Ring the bell rings. The camera is very much focused on the Big Show. And you hear the winner of the match. And, and still. And Big Show's face. What? What the fuck? Turns around the corner. JBL's there on the floor holding his tile. It's fucking absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Big Show is unlatching the door. I don't believe this. Big Show is going to walk through the door and go to WrestleMania. He busted the chain. He's going to WrestleMania. Big Show is over the top rope. Bradshaw's stuck in the ring. Big Show's out of the ring. Big Show's out of the cage. Big Show is the new WWE Champion. Big Show is going to WrestleMania. Can you believe it? The winner of this match and still WWE what? Champion John Bradshaw Layfield. Jimbo, what are you talking about? Now, Lizzie, the real, what the hell are you talking about? Wait a minute. Wait, where the hell did he come from? I don't, I don't, I don't know where anybody. I don't know how. How is JBL still the, the champion? How is JBL going to WrestleMania? Big Show ended up on a. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Big Show choke slam JBL all the way to the floor, right? Well, yeah, through the ring. Did he, did he crawl? Did he crawl? I don't, I don't, I, don't I have no idea. I... Did the champion crawl? Well, he, he must have. He must have. He must have. I cannot believe this. I... JBL is still the champion. Big Show can't believe it, and I don't believe the assault is done yet. No, I don't think so either, and I, quite frankly, I don't blame the Big Show here. What big Oh, And a right hand to the champion. I thought the Big Show had won the WWE title. But apparently the champion got out of the cage first. Are you telling me that JBL got chokeslammed from the top rope, through the ring, and he crawled under it and, 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 and got out of the cage before Big Show did? That's what I'm telling you. Well, now JBL looks... Defenseless, and I understand that. I understand that. Well, first off, here's the choke slam. Oh, that alone is just Bradshaw, the champion, wow. through the ring. Now, he, whoa, 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 wait, wait, and there he is. He did. Oh my God! The champion crawled out of the ring. Wow! Apparently, and the referee Brian had to saw it. Referee Brian had to right there as Big Show oh begins the assault. God. Well, you saw it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here comes the cabinet. Orlando Jordan and the Bashams assaulting the Big Show. Trying to break the Big Show down. Bringing Big 
his knees here. That guy, the three-on-one right now. The Big Show's lost a ton of blood. He's getting stumped on. Whoa. The cabinet assaulting the Big Show. Oh, my. Oh, my. He's kidding. The winner of the Royal Rumble. But he's here. here. There come the Bashams. Well, I guess he's shot off Orlando Jordan. Sky Buster. Batista's arrived. Batista sending a message to the champion. Evolution's animal. Can't saw. And he's kicking some ass right here. And this is how Batista won the Royal Rumble. By destroying everything in his path. Another Batista bomb. Major League Impact on that Batista bomb. That's the kind of guy we need on SmackDown. Batista sending a message to the champion. And JBL wants no part of Batista at WrestleMania. Uh oh That's Cena. The man JBL faces at WrestleMania. John Cena and JBL are both in WrestleMania. Well, They'll meet each other for the title. JBL, Corporate Cena rocking a hard place. And Cena on the attack. JBL through that television equipment. No. Cena fired up. This is just breaking down. It's, it's insane here. I just can't. Chaos. Bleeding. And no way out. It's out of control. What is Cena doing? I don't have a clue. John Cena. I don't want to talk some of the television equipment, and now, oh no, oh, I don't, Big Show's defenseless hands. John Cena versus JBL for the WWE title. But if I'm a betting man, it's going to be a triple threat match. Batista, Cena, and JBL for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 21. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us from Pittsburgh for No Way Out. But... The actual main event of tonight is what happens next. So it's what I've been building up to all night. The music kicks in and in his ring gear, ready to wrestle. He must have had a call from Jindrak. He said, look, well, Jindrak's doing it, so I'm going to do it. Batista, evolution baby, isn't it? Yeah. Batista comes running out in his white ring gear, starts battering the cabinet. Basham's juice getting thrown all over the place. JBL makes, his, makes a save. Uh, sorry, JBL escapes. As JBL's backing up the hourway, the, 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 the doctor comes out. And then we have another thing in my notes where I went to put FU because I knew what was happening and what was going to happen. But it wasn't the FU. Was They're up on the stage. Ron Simmons spy get a Ron Simmons spinebuster by John Cena onto JBL to close us out of No Way Out 2005. What did you make, Michael, to the main event and how many mavens? The class in everything that happened after the... Everything. All main event. That was your main event. So we can we can say that Cena and Batista were in main event. So if you want to throw another star on Maven on, you can. Okay, in that case, two. It goes up from one point five to two for me and all. Yeah. <laughs> one point five. Because Cena shit, and man. Batista were in it. Yeah. That was it. They get two point two five stars each for yeah. appearance. Yeah, absolutely agree. But overall, that pay per view absolutely fucking sucked.
Yeah, mash at night. Easily. No, let me bring you in, Michael, with a bit more energy. So what were your best match? (laughs) 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 That angle match, yeah. Worst match, diva bullshit. Yeah. Sound. And if uh, no way out with a wrestler from Rufus here, who would he be? Michael Colshit commentary. Michael Colshit commentary, alright, fair news, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> oh, that was a hard one. Do you know the thing is though, that I always find when the pay-per-views are hard watchers, they turn into more fun episodes. Because mm, we're when, taking the piss. Yeah, when we enjoy the wrestling a bit too much, I find that I don't enjoy the episode because I'm too focused on arm drag, hip toss, this, this, this. This didn't have this. This had about nine wrestlers on it that their arsenal were punches and kickers and slaps. From a note-taking point of view, it was so easy. (laughs) Copy and paste. Big Show, I just copy and pasted slap in every every two lines. Pasted in the word slap. (laughs) But that has been No Way Out 2005. Up next, it is time to get back on the road, on the road again, as it is full steam ahead to wrestle fucking Mania Hollywood. Who will Batista pick? Uh, Triple H, I've watched, I've watched it years ago. <laughs> it's like Orton said, that thumbs up becomes a thumbs Absolutely. down. Absolutely. On that note, Michael, let everyone know if they don't already where they can find us on all forms of the socials. And if you don't already, why don't you? <laughs> if you don't already, fuck off. <laughs> but you can please follow us on Twitter, at our podcast. That Same on it. Instagram. Find us on Facebook as well, with the Air Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find some of our episode clips on YouTube, the ones that avoid Vince's bots. Because yeah. <laughs> there's a few that are there. Most of them, they stay up for a day, and then Vince goes, fuck you. <laughs> and also, as I said earlier, if you if you like what me and Mike do, and you want to throw a quid our way for a, a beer, or a mag to go to the strippers, um, <laughs> you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash Era Podcast. You can get access not just to the Hunter Games we spoke about earlier. We've done reviews of the Diva DVDs. I did a uh, review of Triple H King of Kings. We've got some rad bullshit on there. there but it's all about fun. It's all about having a bit of fun. And we love doing this. We hope you love listening. I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. Until next time when we go on the road to WrestleMania. Peace out, people. <laughs>